Welcome back to the Underground Station. Here's part two with Autumn Joy Live. All of a sudden, I started to notice that people's attitudes towards me at G-Unit was shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I slowly got phased out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I literally had to, like, come back home with my tail between my legs. Mm-hmm. And it was all because I didn't perform that act that, you know, that happened to me. I beat myself up up about it for mm-hmm. years, girl. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I contemplated suicide. I got into, wow. like, a deep a deep state of depression mm-hmm. because I was doing so good. Right. And, yeah. you know, I was like, I don't want to tell this innocent girl, yeah. but, like, up to that point, I hadn't been propositioned like that. You right. only hear about stuff right. like that. And, you know, and especially from this person, mm-hmm. someone that I looked up to, you right. know. And so it, it threw me off. Like, mm-hmm. I, I had to really, like, gather myself together. And really just like, and then it started to get to the point, well, damn, maybe if I did it, would I still be up there? Right. And how much further along? Right. But I'm happy I didn't do it because it would have led to other things. Right. And it would have led to, you know, more issues and more problems, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's in those moments, it's like you realize that people really use those posi- those powerful positions mm-hmm. to uh, especially on women and so when you hear about the me too movement right. that comes out mm-hmm. you know like i can personally attest to that like i believe ladies i believe you right like if, look i didn't come out and say anything and i right. you know i, I have my own personal reasons yeah. as to why because mm-hmm. this person is very powerful mm-hmm. and you know Again, I understand why women, you know, wait and kind of stay quiet for years because they know it'll affect their career. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, girl, that was, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was a hard, that was a hard time for me. It's crazy, like, how men can really look at women, just African-American women and women in general. It's just like, like, we're here, like, we're we're working our way just as you're working your way. It's kind of just, like, crazy. And that kind of scares me, too, getting into, like, the media industry because, it's just like I'm trying to work as hard as you to get to the top as well, but I'm not trying to, you know, get into those activities. Yeah. So it's just like, why can't you respect me in that type of way? Well, you know, you know why? Because we're black women, mm-hmm. and and we have to work twice as hard to get what we want. And mm-hmm. you know, it was in in this industry, you know, especially radio and even television. Like sometimes when you turn the TV on and you see these, you know, these girls that are talking about hip hop and mm-hmm. pop culture. Well, hip hop culture, mm-hmm. they don't look like us. Right. You know what I mean? They pick the Hispanic girls, you know, mm-hmm. like even on like New York radio, mm-hmm. you know, very seldom where you will you have a black girl mm-hmm. like you and me mm-hmm. on air. Mm-hmm. They'll have the Hispanic girls representing the hip hop culture. Right. And, you know, I was I, I wanted to like break that barrier. Like I was mm-hmm. on my way to breaking that barrier. And I still feel like I can break that barrier. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to give up on that. Right. You know, I still, you know, New York is still a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, I, I I do think that we're black women as a whole. Mm-hmm. There's a shift. There's definitely a shift that's here. It's no longer coming. It's here, and we've got to continue to plow forward and use our voices because people are beginning to listen to us yeah. and take us seriously mm-hmm. and paying what we're worth. Yeah. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. Well, um. Would you say, like, your career, like, what do you do now um, for radio and everything? Does it highlight black women, black people in general? Like, what are some things that you do to make sure it puts a highlight on our our culture? Well, I I have a segment called the Hollywood Crunch Mm -hmm. that I do every morning at 1050. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, I talk about all things 
gossip mill. Mm-hmm. But I try to I, I make sure I keep it with black culture. Mm-hmm. And I try to like provide a positive spin on things, unless it's R. Kelly, because right. there's nothing positive about that. <laughs> um but I try to provide a positive spin. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Um, I'm, I'm going. I do a segment on Fridays called Femme Fatale okay. Fridays, where I spotlight, you know, um, an African American female DJ from mm-hmm. North Carolina. Um, I do. I, I work closely with Foster Care Girls with the mm-hmm. Links program, and you know, a crazy, um, a, a shocking uh, statistic is mm-hmm. that about 98% of foster care youths are African-American girls. Really? So we're, we're the, the last to get picked. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I try to like do as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I try to reach out as much as I can in the community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially when it comes to black girls and black women, mm-hmm. I try to like spotlight and push us forward as much as I can within within my reach. Right. Um and then I try to like present myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say a beacon of hope. Right. Or as like a uh uh you know, I don't I just I try to pre- represent myself mm-hmm. in in as much of a positive light as possible. Right. Okay. Um Yeah. I hope that answered your question. Yeah. <laughs> so do you um do you mentor any girls right now or are you looking forward to mentoring people? Well, th- yeah, I mean Yeah, I I've done it in the past. Mm-hmm. Um I definitely want to get back on it. I think that the challenge with mentoring is like Really, what I've noticed is that there aren't, and me and me and Derek Baker, the PD mm-hmm. here, we were talking about this. Like, people just aren't hungry anymore. I know when I was an intern, like, I was hungry. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, they told me 530, all right. I didn't think about not getting paid. Right. I didn't think about, you know, those, once the, 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 the limelight wore off or once right. that excitement wore off mm-hmm. and it was now I'm like in my job. Right. You know, I never once thought about like, well, you know, what is this really getting me? Mm-hmm. And I do think that with this generation, people want things instantaneously. Mm-hmm. They want it quick. They don't want to work for it. And I've run into that. Mm-hmm. Like I've had people that I've in, not in, uh, interned for me in the past mm-hmm. or have like you know you know I've tried to help out mm-hmm. and it's like they're they constantly want that quick fast that yeah. you know that the, the they want the limelight side mm-hmm. of it and not that side where you're sitting with me in the studio for three hours and sometimes it's it's slow yeah you know it's but I don't think that this generation has that hunger right. so mm-hmm. I've kind of stopped mm-hmm. like really like trying to not saying to stop trying to help people but mm-hmm. like Hey, who wants to intern? Who wants to? I, I just kind of just like mm-hmm. left it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every now and then I'll maybe get someone out the blue that mm-hmm. maybe kind of wants to, you know, like right. how you hit me up about mm-hmm. doing an in- interview. Like, I don't mind doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm open to it. I just, I mean, I just feel like the person has to just like meet my energy halfway. Yeah. And like be willing to like really, because it, it, radio, it, the entertainment industry mm-hmm. isn't, it's something that everybody wants to do, but you yeah. really have to have a talent for it. Mm-hmm. You really have to have the personality for mm-hmm. it. And you have to be immersed in the culture yep. to see before you crack that mic. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot that goes into what I do. Like people right. think that I just get up and come in here and talk to everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. Like I have to do show prep. I have to stay on top of what's happening in politics mm-hmm. and in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's going on locally. So mm-hmm. there's a lot that's involved with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how does your work um, 
bring attention to like gender inequality and racial inequality um so it was a how does how does my work mm-hmm. bring attention to gender gender inequality i mean i guess that kind of goes back to just it being a a male dominated industry right um yeah i i mean i have noticed that you know mm-hmm. like typically like my position is like you know female dominated yeah the 10 to 3 position yeah um and then I have noticed, you know, within the past like year and a half, mm-hmm. a lot more women have been being pushed into the three to seven spot, which mm-hmm. Brian Dawson does after me, mm-hmm. which has, you know, typically been a male dominated. Anything that's not middays, what I do, mm-hmm. evening, afternoons and in evenings has been male dominated. Really? And there's definitely a shift I've noticed. Like the morning show has mm-hmm. always been like a male jock and then maybe the female is like right. a sidekick that mm-hmm. does the gossip segment yeah. and kind of chimes in when she can yeah well i've noticed you know like for the, the like the dc market mm-hmm. angie Ange, yeah. you know has her morning show yeah. up there now you know yeah. which is major yeah, uh dd in the morning has her morning show in houston so now i'm kind of shifting gears from mm-hmm. like well, right. maybe i need to get myself a morning show right. you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i could do a morning you know hey, all right so i do think that like you know, there's definitely a shift that's happening. Mm-hmm. And and what it is, is it's women, you know, really embracing each other mm-hmm. and really working together and not looking at each other like that competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've only worked with uh, maybe two. Whoa, no, I take that back. I've only worked with one female PD. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a, that's another goal of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, why not aspire to be a PD one day? Right. You know, a music director, have mm-hmm. my own morning show. Why not? Why not? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm here. You know, I've gotten this far. I've defied the odds, you know, this much, this mm-hmm. far. And, you know, I've had people that have doubted my career. I've had people tell me, you know, I, I think I'm too big. A, I'm a bigger. I'm too big for the station. And, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, how 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 is that? You right. know? Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to, like, really stay on stay on with your question. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that moving forward. If if women as a whole continue to just work together mm-hmm. and support each other, I make it a point to support black women right. businesses yeah. like my hair, my nails, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. little facials. Like yeah. if a girl hits me up and is like, hey, I, can I do your eyebrows? Sure, mm-hmm. girl. I'll come in. <laughs> hey, girl, can I clip your toenails? Sure, girl. <laughs> that's your business. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and then I'll post them up and, mm-hmm. you know, they'll get other people that'll come. And, you know, so I'm always an advocate for just like helping out. I really believe in that, especially okay. given the climate with like the Prada and mm-hmm. the Montclair and mm-hmm. you know the nooses and all this blatant right. blackface stuff going around. Yeah. Like, all right, you don't have to tell me more yeah. than once. I can't afford y'all anyway, so <laughs> you know. So yeah. Okay. Um, how do you balance being a mother and being in this? Profession? Oh, that's a good question. Um, wow. You know what? It's it, it's um. I make him a priority. Right. You know, I don't. I make sure that above above anything else that my son is is a priority. I mm-hmm. you know, I make sure his education is a priority. Mm-hmm. Um I I do get busy. I do get busy, but mm-hmm. I always make sure that 
no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm meeting those deadlines for magnet school applications. Mm-hmm. You know, I signed up and I, you know, I'm the the class the class par- the the class parent, if mm-hmm. you will, um, for his class. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's hard, mm-hmm. it's challenging. You know, because I do everything on my own. Right. His dad is amazing, mm-hmm. so I think there's a big difference. I kind of had to change my narrative from like a single mom mm-hmm. um, to you know just a mom that's just kind of. A mom that's single, right? Because his dad is very active in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he's not in school, he's on year-round school. So whenever he tracks out, he goes with his dad. So like right now, you mm-hmm. know, he's tracked out. So I'm, mm-hmm. I can do whatever I need to do. And like I, I make sure that when he's not here, mm-hmm. I just I'm gonna go time, right? Making yeah. money, getting doing whatever I need, making my appointments. I schedule everything then mm-hmm. because when he gets here. And then I incorporate him into my stuff. Yeah. Like my flavor of autumn joy. We, mm-hmm. We're doing this little like dating thing, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, so I make sure, you know, I incorporate him in my little skits yeah. and, <laughs> you know, I bring him to the station with me and, mm-hmm. you know, let him hang out and I have him do drops for me on my show. And you, you heard it. My yeah. little clothes out. <laughs> yeah. He's more popular than I am. I've had people come up. Oh my gosh, are you Xavier? I'm just looking like, what? You know? So I just make sure that I, you know, instead of keeping him away, mm-hmm. I, I immerse him. I, yeah. I keep him. Mm-hmm. I, so he sees what mommy does and understands that right. when, you know, mommy has to take you to your friend's house for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know, mommy's working. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay, radio. Oh, okay. You know, and it's not like, oh, again, mommy. Yeah. So he gets it. And he's such a cool kid. Mm-hmm. He's such a cool kid. He's got my yeah. personalities with his dad's looks, <laughs> which I'll, I'll take. <laughs> so who really influenced you to get into radio? Um. I definitely, I would say Donnie Simpson. Simpson. Yeah, he was, um, like, I always had, like, that, mm-hmm. I always felt like I had, like, I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't really know how to go about doing mm-hmm. it. Um, but funny story, when I first started interning for Donnie, mm-hmm. um, he was like, so what's your radio name going to mm-hmm. be? And I never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, Almond Joy. <laughs> you know, because I just was like, oh, hey, why not? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, that sounds like a stripper name. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Well, all right. Uh, he was like, no, just go with Autumn Joy. That's mm-hmm. unique enough. And I was like, oh. Because I, I didn't, th- I thought every jock used their, like, a moniker or some mm-hmm. type of, you know, something yeah. else. But I was like, you know what? That makes sense. And so, mm-hmm. you know, Autumn Joy, it used to be your favorite girl, Autumn Joy. But then mm-hmm. some girl, uh, you know, when I went to the Baltimore market, got mad and was <laughs> like, oh, that's me. And I'm just like, who are you, sis? Like, <laughs> Like, I've been all your favorite girl since I was in D.C., but, you know. So, you know, I was like, all right, you got it, girl. You can keep it. So, mm-hmm. I just came up with Autumn Joy Live. Mm-hmm. And so, that's what yeah. I've been, yeah. you know, sticking with, you know, through, what I will be sticking with throughout my career. So, okay. so yeah. Okay. And what um, are some things that you feel that can be changed for women when entering into this field? Um, I would say you don't have to be flirtatious. Mm-hmm. Because I see that a lot. Like I see, I see girls, you know, feeling like they have to be overly flirtatious with the mm-hmm. DJ or overly flirtatious with the PD or overly. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to do all of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're truly hungry for it and you show that you have a passion mm-hmm. and you really want to do it, mm-hmm. that supersedes everything else. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, use your feminine wilds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know, you got to maneuver around and. 
You know, like you're, if you're outgoing, be outgoing, be be your authentic self. Yeah. But don't feel like you gotta show up with stilettos and looking. You know what I'm saying? Like looking all snazzy dazzy. You know, on a Monday and everybody was looking like, what are you doing? It's Monday at ten o'clock. Like, what's going on? Right. Um, you know, just be your authentic mm-hmm. self. You know, don't force anything. And if, you know, if you get presented with someone that gives you an ultimatum like what I got, then Mm -hmm. you don't have to do that. I can look you dead in your eyes, girl, and tell you I have never had to compromise who I am sexually Mm -hmm. to get to advance Mm -hmm. in this field. I mean, of course, it's the road less traveled. Right. You know, it took me 15 years to become, uh, you know, a number one radio personality in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. You know, what people may think because they're just hearing me like, oh, She's, you know, after two years, she mm-hmm. made it. No, this has been mm-hmm. something that has been building up. Mm-hmm. And God's timing. Trust God's timing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I in hindsight, you know, when I was going through that depression um, state, like, I thought I was done. Mm-hmm. I thought I was finished. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. I'll never get hired again. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Radio, I'm out of there. But here I am, mm-hmm. you know. And not just, you know, radio. Like, I was a regular on TMZ for, like, three years. Wow. You know, where they were calling me and mm-hmm. asking me to comment on, on Autumn, hey, we need you to comment on this. So I was on national TV for a while. Mm-hmm. Then take it a step further, TV One. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a regular on Roland Martin's panel mm-hmm. for, you know, for years. Mm-hmm. And then I got invited to host the Image Awards with him. So, you know, it was, this is all stuff that, like, had I continued to doubt myself mm-hmm. and not really, like, trust God's timing right. and really believe that I had that talent, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been where I, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, it took me it took me longer, mm-hmm. but I appreciate that time right. that I had to put in right. to get to where I am now. Yeah. Am I going back? Heck no. <laughs> I'm not going back to no nine to five. Like this is like this is it for me. Like this mm-hmm. is my dream job. I wake yeah. up every morning and I look forward to coming to work. Right. A lot of people can't say that. And it's like, you know, when you find that passion, man, you got to hone in on it. Right. And don't be afraid to get a nine to five now. Mm-hmm. I would, now, that's one thing I will tell you. I was never too proud. And, and my, my parents instilled that work ethic in me. Mm-hmm. I was never too proud to work a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Even when, you know, I worked at Enterprise. And so, like, when I'm doing my spiel, like, people would, like, turn and be like, I recognize your voice. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Where have I heard you? You know? <laughs> or, like, I've seen you somewhere. Right. And I was never too proud. Yeah, I used to do radio. It was... It was a little slight embarrassing, but it was like, you know what? This is, hey, here I am. You know, everybody, you know, and everyone, oh, you have a great radio voice. Mm -hmm. And it was like those little, those little gems that strangers would say to me that would keep me going. Like, all right, you know what? I got a good radio voice. Mm -hmm. And so those little gems started to build my personality back up. Right. And then, you know, I I was like, you know what? Let me do an updated air check. Mm -hmm. Air check is like a voice, a voiceover resume, if you will. Okay. Um, did my updated air check, sent it out to a PD that I had known years prior, just on a whim, mm-hmm. and got the call back, and wow. that's how I got to ninety two Q. So you know, you never, you never know, like yeah. God's timing, and and I'm sure God pulled me out of G unit, out of you know, out of New York, maybe in the nick of time, mm-hmm. before something, before something I I'll never know was about to happen, right. you know, or it, so you never know why you're being pulled away from something. And instead of looking at it as like your life is over or like, no, you know what? Look up and be like, you know what, God? That wasn't for me. That wasn't for me. And just keep it moving. Well, thank you for this interview. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully I answered some good questions for you. Yes, you did. 
Alright y'all, thanks for tuning in to the Underground Station. Make sure you stay tuned for upcoming episodes.
All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to the Underground Station. Make sure you stay tuned for upcoming episodes.